Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Thank God it's Monday. <clears throat> I hope you feel the same way. I, I somehow feel that many of you do not feel the same way, but I'm glad it's Monday. I'm glad to be back in the saddle again. Had an exciting weekend. A lot of a lot of stuff on the honeydew list that I got done. We finally got our new couch for the first time in 26 years. We've had the same couch in the supply chain. And Pete Booty Gig, and uh, you know he's the transportation secretary who's afraid of transportation. So I guess it makes him. Uh, uh, let's see, transparent, no, transphobic. But anyway, we did get our sofa this weekend, the first one in 26 years, and uh, so that was pretty exciting. And we watched some old movies. And we found that watching some old movies, if you haven't seen them for a long time, you find out that maybe they aren't as good as everybody said they were. Like all the President's Men, and uh, last night we watched uh, and got bored completely out of our minds by Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I know, I know, you're, you're shocked and amazed that how could somebody ever... You know, talk badly about such a great movie, but no, mm, really boring. Really, 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 really boring. So, um, interesting uh, turn of events this weekend. Were we surprised that the Democrats would shove through an unprecedented spending plan in the height of your misery? Is it really a big surprise? I was looking for an analogy for what happened this weekend to us. And I do believe that my analogy will hold true because there are no man-on-the-street interviews saying that you really want the stimulus package. There are no people on the street who think that inflation is going down because of this act. There is no celebration in the streets. There are no people uh, holding ticker tape parades for their congressperson. Generally, their, their congresspeople do not answer phone calls, do not return messages, and when they make appearances, they make them to small, sycophantic crowds. Because Americans are tired of the crap, are tired of the swamp in Washington, D.C. 85% of us think the country is going in the wrong direction. And if you think this bill that was rammed through in the cover of darkness over the weekend is going to change things, you are out of your nut. And you are one of the 5% of the people in this country who are members of the class of 1968, progeny of the class of 1968. You've been able to get this by for so long, and your day of reckoning is coming. New poll shows Americans are not buying what Democrats are selling on the Inflation Reduction Act. And by the way, they have abandoned that name this morning. They literally called this massive spending bill, which is an extension of the moist dream of the class of 1968, which Barack Obama hinted at and, and laid the groundwork for literally, what, 14 years ago. And Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema, they acted like they were conservative. They acted like, oh, they're our friends. They are on the side of the American people. They are not in the bed with, with, uh, with their uh, uh, constituent, not constituent groups, but lobbying uh, groups, donors, etc. And Joe Manchin a year ago, oh, I'm not going to vote for it. They built back better. That's just going to cause inflation. I said, no, 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 no. But here we are a year later. He puts his name on a bill with Chuck Schumer's name, which shows you... Grandma is really a wolf. And Grandma is going to eat this country alive. But here's the analogy. You know, we've seen this uh, decline in civility in America. It's been pretty dramatic. 
We see people being shoved on the uh, tracks in New York City, uh, on the subway tracks, getting killed, people being beaten up, sucker punched, old ladies being sucker punched, beaten. And then I saw a video last week of a man who was uh, hit intentionally by a car while walking, and the people in the car got out, presumably to render some sort of first aid, and what they did was they cleaned out the victim's pockets and they drove off. That's what you saw this weekend. That is what you saw this weekend. You saw the American people who have gone through so much, who are suffering through 10% inflation. <laughs> we had friends over for dinner last night. Steve and Jeannie, they're awesome people. They're both retirees. And we're talking and Jeannie's like, I, I just mentioned inflation. She says, things have gone up more than I'll ever, I never even imagined. My wife works at uh, Ace Hardware. She does a little weekend gig on Ace Hardware. And she said, I can't believe that some of our items, you know, that are under $20 have gone up by $3. Well, yeah. By design, it's, it's meant, like Barack Obama said, he, you can't drive your SUV, you can't eat just whatever you want. And Jeannie is like, I can't go to the grocery store. It's unbelievable. We have a fixed income, and it's really hurting us. You still can't get baby formula. Thirty. It depends on where you are. Thirty to seventy percent of the, uh, the the store shelves are empty of a uh, baby formula. And while you're down, while you're laying at the scene of the accident, while you're bleeding out on the ground, the Democratic Party walks over, sees your suffering, grabs your wallet, gets in their car, and drives off. That's what they just did to you. They assaulted you. I've used the analogy of uh, politicians, what they do when they want something. They are like a little kid who wants a pony. Or, or a dog, or, a, you know, my daughter, case a hamster. Oh, I, I will take care of it, and I will love that. And, and trust me, in five years from now, this dog will be the healthiest dog. This pony will be the healthiest pony. I will love this pony. I'll take this dog for walks. I will feed it every single day. And then once you get the damn pony or the damn dog, you end up taking for it, taking, taking care of it. <clears throat> and it ends up costing you a bleep ton of money, even though it's supposedly going to make your life better. Oh, you're going to love this dog. Mom, Dad, you are going to love this puppy. This puppy is the best thing in the world to bring us together as a family. Oh, my God in heaven. We are going to play with this dog. And then ultimately you find out the kid doesn't even care about the dog, moved on from the dog, ready to go to a pony, ready to go to a hamster. <clears throat> I don't know what the hell this thing. It might be a weasel. I think Congress wanted a weasel. And they certainly did. You want to know how many people really supported this uh this act, you want to know who really thought that this act would uh, lower inflation? According to economist YouGov, 12% of us. You know why? Uh, go ahead and say it with me. You ready? Because we're not stupid. Hell, even Bernie Sanders, even the socialist, last, uh, I guess it was Friday, he said that there's no way this is going to decrease inflation. I want to take a moment to say a few words about the so-called Inflation Reduction Act that we got. Bunny, I hate to tell you this, they just gave it a name so people would think it was about reducing inflation. That's all it was. Debating uh, this evening. Why don't they just call it the uh, Happy Fun Time Lollipops and Candy Bill? And I say so. Would make about as much sense. Called, uh, by the way, because according to the CBO, and other economic organizations who have studied this bill, 
it will, in fact, have a minimal impact on inflation. Well, that is kind of odd from the socialist Bernie Sanders to tell the truth. Yeah. Three times as many respondents, 36% said they believe it will actually increase inflation, and it most definitely will. 23% said they do not think the bill will move inflation in either way. 29% said they're not sure. 36, 23, 29, 36, 23. That's RuPaul's measurements. 36, 23, 15, and 65, and 29, and 14, and uh, which would mean uh, 94% of us say that uh, it will either increase inflation, won't change it either way, or they're not sure, which means 6% think it's a good idea. Brand new from uh, Jim Gossett, featuring Bernie Sanders on vocals. This land's not your land. This land is our land. Sounds like From it. the coast of Cali to a New York alley. This is the plan. Nothing would be finer than to sell it to China. Hey, China. This land was made for the CCP. <laughs> Crime is through the ceiling. Crime. There's no racial healing. I don't think that's part of the bill. Schools teach CRT. Oh, or that, actually. Teachers are trannies. Things that care Biden about. is left wing. Mm. He's owned by Beijing. Paid for. Joe sold his soul to the CCP. I'm not sure he had one. This land's not your land. This land is our land. And we'll destroy it. They're working on it. That's what we've got planned. And they're doing it. Lucy will cower till he takes power. It's kind of catchy. This land is for the CCP. That is uh, Jim Gossett, two S's and two T's at uh, JimGossettComedy.com. That song originally uh, sung by Bernie Sanders. He did, a, he did a recording of it back in, you know, the 60s. I think it was the 1860s. And he actually sang that uh, Woody Guthrie, uh, Guthrie song when uh, liberals actually loved America. But they don't love it anymore. Nope, he knew. Not one little bit. Not one little bit. And while we're uh, suffering, while we're the car crash victim laying there, bleeding out on the street while the Democrat Party walks over and picks our pocket, <clears throat> the rising cost of health care is forcing Americans to make tough choices about every aspect of their life. This is weird. But Obamacare was supposed to take care of this. That was the, uh, I think that was the, no, no, uh, that was the dog. See, it's a dog and pony show. Uh, they asked for a dog first, uh, no, a pony first, and then they asked for a puppy. So it's a dog and pony show. Now it makes complete sense. So the Democrats originally said with the $780 million stimulus package during Obama's administration, that was the pony. And then, uh, then there was uh, uh, Obamacare. That was the dog. And now we are, are on the weasel. Uh, another something they promised it would be the, the end all. It would make everything happy and it would ruin us. Women under 50 more likely to, uh, to reduce their spending on health care and medical procedures. One in five. Well, forget that, uh, forget that uh, breast exam. Hey, you know what? Just deal with cancer. 21% of those earning less than $24,000 a year said they cut back on food, but only 2% of the wealthiest said the same. That's weird. That's kind of, oh, I guess makes sense. Among the respondents <clears throat> earning the uh, least less than $24,000 a year, 41% said they had reduced their spending on medical care. They have nothing to spend on medical care. If they need a root canal, which is $1,200, they just wait for the tooth to rot out of their head. 
Even the wealthiest were cutting back 11% of those earning over $180,000 a year said they had to cut their uh, health care spending. Nancy Pelosi had to actually uh, fire one brown person from her uh, landscaping crew at her mansion, whatever mansions in California. It's that hard. More than a third of the lowest owners, earners 36% reported cutting down on their driving. 80% of the highest earners said they had reduced their time on the road. Utilities were third-ranked cutback with 10% of respondents across the board saying they've had to make the savings. I've got a pin number on our thermostat. I can't touch it. My wife said if I do, she'll chop my fingers off. Figuratively. And skipping meals, a disturbingly high solution for some. One in five, 21% of those earning less than 24% a year say they cut back on food. Only 2% of the wealthiest said the same. So again, you're bleeding out on the pavement. You're dying. You're, you're, uh, you're having your last breaths, breaths, and you look up, and through clouded eyes, as you begin to lose consciousness, you see uh, Chuck Schumer leaning over you and Joe Biden standing there. He doesn't know what day it is, and they're both leaning over, and you're thinking, thank Thank God, maybe they'll just call 911 and get the authorities here. And then all of a sudden you realize uh, if you're a guy, they're, they're reaching into your breast to jacket pocket in your suit. Or you could be a woman. Or your back pocket and grabbing your wallet and not even engaging you. Going back in the car and driving off. That's what they did. That's why November has to be a new American revolution. 800-922-6680. I've got uh, lots of audio from those who would perpetrate this nonsense on us. A look back on $787 billion during the Obama administration, which did nothing. So they moved from the dog, from the pony, to the dog, to the weasel. All of that coming up on this Monday edition of The Rob Carson Show. If the mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party say you spread disinformation, it means you know the truth. The important is you said the truth. It's the Rob Carson Show. We're fed up with the Green New Deal and the socialists who created it. We're fed up with the attacks on our fossil fuel and energy industries. We're fed up with an open border. We're fed up with human trafficking, we're fed up with fentanyl flooding our country, and we're fed up with illegal immigration. Harriet Hegman, running against Liz Cheney. We're fed up with critical race theory, we're fed up with boys competing in girls' sports, we're fed up with... media, Twitter, Facebook, Google, and YouTube for blocking conservative speech. We're fed up with our government and universities censoring conservative thought, canceling debate, and rewriting history. We're fed up with the corruption in the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, the CIA, the NSA, and the police. None of that's covered by the Inflation Reduction Act, by the way. We're fed up with mask mandates, vaccine mandates. CDC, the NIH, the WHO, and the misinformation campaign surrounding COVID-19. And we're fed up with Anthony Fauci. I think we're fed up. I don't know. I think she just said everything that you and I are feeling right now. And then another indignity. Another indignity. They served it up to you. There you go. 
on top of everything else, they pass a $700 billion version of Build Back Better, which America had said no to, and they called it the Inflation Reduction Act. That's what they called it. They called it the uh, the audacity to think that there's no news media, that there's no ability. Well, because of uh, all of the friends that they have in the news media, they think that you're not going to be able to discover what's really going on. They really do. They they are honestly, they, they have so much hubris that they think they can literally call a massive spending bill, which is nothing more than a scaled down version of what they wanted last year that America said bleep no to. So they call it the Inflation Reduction Act because you're stupid to them. You'll never bother to look at it. Well, you know what? If you just watch ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, read the New York Post, or read the New York, I should say, not the New York Post. Thank God for that. But all of the major newspapers in this country, PBS also, then you'd think, oh, yeah, Inflation Reduction Act. Well, they're doing a good job for us. And they don't even realize how badly they're being scrawled. My God. So it's uh, H.R. 5376, otherwise known as the Inflation Reduction Act. The legislation passed on a party-line vote with Vice President Kamala Harris, who can barely put together a sentence breaking the tie. Chuck Schumer, it's been a long, tough, and winding road. We needed to figure out how to get to this point, screwing over the American people and lying about it so they would never notice. I added that. The Inflation Reduction Act arose after Schumer and Senator Joe Manchin, whose voice or his name should go down in infamy as a treacherous, awful, uh, an awful representative of the state of West Virginia, and they should run him out of town on a rail. The Inflation Reduction Act would also uh, add more fuel to the inflation fire, according to the Jan- Jan- uh, Joint Committee on Taxation. Weird. That's weird. Uh, Representative Jason Smith said that the uh, the Inflation Reduction Act utilizes budget gimmicks and fake offsets to mask the true cost of the bill. That's what they did with Obamacare. That's crazy. It's like they were reading from the same script. I remember it. Maybe you don't if you're a Gen Z or maybe you were 10. But that's what they did. Smith said the uh, bill would add $114 billion to the debt while accounting for Manchin's fake gimmicks. Wow, just Wow. How much was your soul? A lot, I think a lot cheaper since the p- supply chain crisis, right? Because I think souls were a lot cheaper, I don't know, about 30 years ago. Uh, they become very, Democrat souls come at a high cost. $787 billion, $700 billion, you know, that's how much the souls are costing. Now, your soul isn't worth anything. You don't mean anything. You are the means of production. You are the ones who fill their coffers. They are, you are the employees. They are the $5 trillion company that doesn't really produce anything, doesn't really make anything, doesn't innovate in any way, shape, or form, but they do command and control a lot of things and regulate a lot of things. And yet, the board of directors made up of the, the executive, the judicial, and the And the congressional branch of government, legislative branch, I should leave the judicial out. They're the CEOs, and they're just deciding where the money goes to all their friends and all their cronies. Uh, We've got phone calls coming up. We've got more audio on the way, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show.
It is Rob Carson Show. That's a pretty nice sounding public enemy. <laughs> that's uh, that's old school R and B. A little rap action from uh, 1989 or so. Uh, anyway, welcome to the show, guys. Glad to have you here. Got a special guest today on the show. Cash Patel is going to join us at the bottom of next hour. Cash Patel's got some uh, amazing insights, and uh, you've seen a lot of Cash Patel these days on uh, TV. Uh, he has much to say about what's happening in the country, and the last time he was on the show, I asked him, I said, would you consider being a part of the next Trump administration? And he said, how did he say it? Oh, hell yeah, is what he said. Then Dick Morris at the, uh, the, last, uh, the bottom of the last hour. Dick Morris is going to join us as well. And we'll talk a little bit, certainly, about this, um, uh, this uh, monstrosity that uh, once again was perpetrated on the American people this time called the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, which is, uh, you know, it, it would be a joke if it, weren't, uh, if it weren't so unfunny. Let's go to Keith in Baltimore. Keith, and uh, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's going on, my friend? Hi, Rob. I started, I started something that kind of, contribute to public service and i started putting out food for the rats here in baltimore yeah <laughs> i decided i needed a new name for my for my routine yes. and i decided to call democratic headquarters and they came up with they suggested that i call it the rodent reduction act rodent reduction Act. <laughs> yes, so yes, yes they said the public would eat that up it would just it would be great so Yes, it's actually a, a it's it's a breeding program, but they're actually saying that you you call it the uh, yeah the rodent reduction act and everything will be fun. I'm, I hate to tell you this, Keith. I know you're in Baltimore, but in in uh, D.C. D.C.'s been run over by rats. I mean, completely overrun by rats. I don't know if you knew about that. <laughs> Thanks for the call. No, Let's go to okay. Keep... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't know you're still there. You know, these things happen on the phone. Uh, let's go to, uh, we've got a guy named Colonel Carey. He is a retiree joining us on the phone. Hello there, Colonel. How are you, sir? I'm fine, uh, Mr. Carson. I, I am both highly intelligent and well-informed citizen. I am not a registered Democrat. I'm not a registered Republican. I'm in what I call the smart wing. Yes. Recognizing both parties are often stupid about different things. Oh, I agree. Okay, good. Yeah. We, that, that's clear. But, we have an accord. But, but I know you want to be correct. And uh, the, the Inflation Reduction Act, as it's called, actually does address reducing inflation. For example, there's $288 billion reduction in costs inflicted on prescription drug prices, which the Republicans caved in for 25 years now and have let the pharmaceutical companies... I thought, I thought Obamacare was going to fix that. I don't know. Maybe, no, no, maybe no. I'm wrong. I, I, we were told... It, I think that we've been told they were going to fix that for uh, at least a decade now, buddy. Republican. Now, finally, the government yeah. can negotiate with the pharmaceutical companies and not be captive to their price gouges. Okay, okay. You keep, you keep telling yourself... You keep billion. telling yourself that. You know what's going to happen? I hate to tell you this, you know, um, because this is a two-way conversation. What's going to happen is the uh, drug companies are going to go, we can't make it for that. That, so we'll stop making it. But go ahead, buddy. Well, that's actually not true. They're profit. Oh, no, no, no. It's absolutely 100% true. You are absolutely right. You're wrong. You are wrong. Profits are disproven because their, pri their prices are outrageous, and so are the... Where did you get your talking points this morning? Did you get your talking points from the DNC? Did they send them to you directly? No, I, this is my own smart person's analysis. Did you, okay, did you put okay. Colonel Carey up there so I would uh, give you some sort of credence as, you, as I picked up the phone well, before you started on this? That as a retired full colonel in the military, okay? Yeah, okay, well, you know, General Milley's also a four-star general, but go ahead. 
Well, I, I don't agree with the pull out of Afghanistan at all. It was geopolitically the stupidest thing in history. But yeah. that's mm-hmm. another topic. Affordable Care Act extensions save $64 billion to individual uh, Americans. Yeah, it's uh, a, is that the pony or the dog that you're selling me now? Because it no, never, they no, never fix anything. And I've got the stats. I'm going to go through them. You finish your thought. I'll come back and I'll share the real stats. But go well, ahead and give and me your way, line. Medicare can negotiate drug prices now, which could be a $2,000 reduction nationwide per citizen. Really? When was the last time? I think that Barack Obama said that we were going to save $2,600 a year on, uh, on health care. And well, that never happened. Again, so you believe this again, now, I guess. Also, the ACA cost premiums are lowered in the Deficit Reduction Act. Yeah, yeah, make okay. corporations sure. and the ultra-wealthy wealthy start to pay their fair shares. And by the way, oh, dear God in are, heaven. there are no new taxes on families making more than 400000 Okay. So those all right. are all reductions in inflation, which okay. it will accomplish, which the Republicans have fought. Okay. Tragically. Sure. Mm-hmm. Are you Anything there? Anything else? Anything else? All right. So, Tell me one thing the $787 billion stimulus package did during the Obama administration. What? what name, name one road that the $787 billion, uh, 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 the stimulus package in the Obama administration fixed. I'm sure there are some, but it doesn't matter. What's All right. relevant is the Deficit Reduction Act we're talking about now. All right. Th- you know what? I, I, I appreciate your call. You have filibustered for a minute. I let you have your say. Now let me tell you the truth. And honestly, what nonsense. What absolute nonsense. They never follow through with anything. Okay. Build Back Better, $369 billion in giveaways to green special interests, including uh, increasing our reliance on China. 80% of rare earth minerals necessary for supporting the Democrats' expensive and unreliable green energy agenda makes us completely dependent on China. Boosts taxes, 15% minimum tax on businesses is double tax on investment. Companies are prevented from deducting the cost of investments in equipment structures, research and development, and either project that will increase productivity that would raise taxes on American companies by $313 billion. If you think that the businesses are going to pay that, you are high. This will be passed on to you, sir. You are wrong. I can't believe you're drinking the Kool-Aid out of what I've already said about the first two debacles that they've run through Congress that have never delivered anything. Democrats only extend their expanded Obamacare spending for three years when everyone knows they will keep pushing it. So the extended, they will extend it permanently, permanently. That is a gimmick that Senator Manchin has previously condemned, accounting for the gimmick. The spending on Obamacare bailout is $184 billion more than claimed by the Democrats. There's that. Biden's new IRS army. Let's not forget that they are going to weaponize and Gestapoize the IRS. They are going to make the IRS gigantic. 87,000 new agents to go after people making under $200,000 a year. Do you think there are enough bill- are there are there 87,000 billionaires in this country? Are there 87,000 millionaires in this country? Possibly. But that's not what they're there for. But that's not what they're there for. No, you listen to me. Uh, let's let let him go. Let him go. Uh, uh, it, uh, the bill would institute a socialist price control to force certain drug manufacturers to accept whatever price the Biden administration thinks is reasonable or face a potential 95% tax. Okay, this would reduce the number of life-saving drugs by 15% over the next 30 years because they would be prohibitively expensive to manufacture when the government is dictating the cost and not the market. 
You may dream about this, and you may lay there at night and think, oh, my God, praise God, praise Jesus, pass the mashed potatoes. This is going to fix everything. But if you do, you're being, you are being sold down the river once again. Honestly, pay off to union bosses. The bill would implement a prevailing wage requirements for the companies that utilize various tax credits on the bill. Prevailing wage is generally, well, we're at $15 right now, and how well is that working for us? Manipulating the tax code for environmental justice. The bill would establish a new environmental justice to solar and wind capacity limitation program. It's got massive limitations on agricultural production. Tax breaks for rich people who buy solar panels. Tax breaks for uh, green corporate offices. Tax breaks for construction of green homes. All of this was supposed to be taken care of in the $787 billion stimulus bill that Barack Obama passed in his administration in the dark of night, promising the same things but delivering absolutely nothing. Subsidizing electric vehicles for the wealthy. $7,500 tax credit for the purchase of new EVs through 2030. 78% of current EV tax credits are claimed by taxpayers making over $100,000 a year. Nobody is buying EVs, A, because they're cost prohibitive, and B, they don't make a Ford F-150 in electric. They don't make a tractor trailer in electric. They don't make a, a tugboat in electric. They don't make a river barge in electric. They don't make transportation uh, uh, cargo ships that come across the ocean in electric. Okay? So all it's hurting is people who are suffering. Energy will become more expensive. During a time of historically high gas prices, the bill would inexplicably raise the Superfund excise tax rate on crude and imported petroleum from 9.7 cents to 16 cents a gallon. Add that to the cost of the gas in your car promoting environmental justice in agriculture i grew up on a farm the colonel who just called and i want to thank the colonel for his military service but just because you are a colonel doesn't mean you know uh anything about the economy and certainly don't know anything about politics and what you're how you're being played environmental judges in uh, justice in agriculture climate smart agriculture to sequester carbon reduce greenhouse gas emissions and mitigate the impacts of climate change talk to sri lanka all right talk to the netherlands right now and you know what uh, start eating bugs. Okay, so you've got uh, the Green New Deal takeover of rural areas, 9.7 in taxpayer-funded subsidies for the development and construction of solar energy systems and other renewable energy systems in rural areas and for zero-emission mi- systems or for carbon capture and storage systems. All of those have been tried, and all of those have failed. Why do I know this? Because I've done my homework. And if you really think that the people calling a bill that even the CBO and Bernie Sanders says will not reduce inflation, calling the bill the Inflation Reduction Act should be a clue to you if you're paying attention that all of the promises within the bill are a lie too. And If you're going to call and you're just going to tell me the promises that they're making, then we're not having a conversation because that's already been proven wrong. And it starts with the name of the bill and the fact that they're not even calling it that right now because people know it's a bunch of crap. Here is Senator Chris Coons talking about uh, the puppy that he's asking that you buy that he promised he's going to take care of, but you're ended up you're going to end up getting stuck with the bill. How long is it going to take to reduce inflation? It may take a year or more, but look, George, we've seen 
um, gas prices come down week after You want to hear what the uh, CBO says? That inflation's going to go down after a year? Realizing, of course, on books right now, it's 9.1%. It's going to go down, and you might as well start shopping right now. You might even want to put stuff on layaway. They still do that, Walmart. No, they don't do it at Walmart. They do Kmart. No, Kmart's out of business. 0.1%. 0.1% is when it's going gonna, it's gonna to kick in. It's going to drop 0.1%. Week after week for the last five weeks in a row, gas in Delaware is now below $4. Yes, inflation is higher than it So it's really cool. Joe Biden more than doubled the price of fossil fuels, of your gas. And then it came down the last couple of weeks to only double what it was when Donald Trump was the president. Should be. But we just got a robust uh, jobs number uh, more than because people are working two or three jobs and coming out of retirement. That's been proven. 500,000 jobs created. You know why I know this? Because I read, I do my research, and I don't just read talking points when I call talk radio. This past month, unemployment's the lowest it's been in my lifetime. Uh, and I think we've got a strong economy, a strong rec- Unemployment uh, on, in retirees uh, is, is at a, the lowest point at all time. Unemployment among people who wanted to retire and relax the rest of their lives is at an all-time high. Congratulations. Great win. The CBO says next year inflation will go up 0.1 or 0.2%. Not much of a reduction, according to Lindsey Graham. The taxes in the bill will be passed on consumers at the 75000 or below level. The subsidies for Obamacare go to people who make 300000 or $400,000 as a family of four. It's a bunch of BS. Oh, and I've got more because, you see, I did in my research. And I've also got some audio from the last debacle, $787 billion that wasn't shovel-ready. That's coming up, 800 This is The Rob Carson Show. To all the Brandons out there, we salute you and say, let's go, Brandon. It's The Rob Carson Show. You know... <clears throat> Colonel Kerry called in and, you know, opened the phone call by saying he was not a Republican or a Democrat. Uh, you know, but I did my research and all this. And then he read the talking points from, I guess, the New York Times. I, I don't know. Uh, I do more than the New York Times. I, I've got a pile of about 200 sheets of paper here. I've got uh, copious audio. I literally spent the whole weekend, other than, you know, carrying couches and doing the honeydew list, uh, just doing research so I could hit the ground running with details on another debacle, on another uh, pony. They're going to take care of the pony. Here's the Democrat Party. You've got a dead, rotting corpse of a pony behind you. That's a $787 billion stimulus package when Barack Obama was the president. And then, uh, then right over there is the dead puppy that's uh, rotting corpses laying there. Uh, that is uh, Obamacare, and now you're going to have uh, a weasel. They, oh, no, we can we can do a weasel. We can do. A, I want to raise a weasel. We'll take care of it. We'll feed it and everything. And it's the uh, it's the Inflation Reduction Act. So it, we, it's such a lie that they they had to name it something that it isn't at all. And even if we're lucky, next year. One year from now, when inflation right now is 9%, I, I, I hate to tell you this, have you tried to buy steak lately? Try 100%. Have you gone to, like I, I, went, to, uh, I went to Sam's Club this weekend, and the uh, sliced turkey, I had to go to sliced ham because ham's cheaper. The turkey went from uh, just under, uh, I think it was 585 for the tub of turkey, and it's got the plastic cover, and it comes in a little turb. It's very nicely, and it used to be like just under $6. Now it's $10. I think it's ten ninety nine. It's over $10. So I went to the ham, which is now $7. 
How'd that Afghanistan withdrawal go for you also, Colonel? Do you down with that? Because I hate to tell you this, the people who are down with the spending bill are also down with what happened in Afghanistan. They are also down with an open southern border. They are also down with CRT in schools. They are also into, uh, they are completely down with men competing with women in sports. They are completely down with uh, gender reassignment surgery for minors. They are completely down with uh, hormone puberty blockers in minors. Uh, they are completely down with uh, destroying the military and making it more woke. They are completely down with lying to everyone about where COVID came from. Uh, so I can go on and on and on. And that you, after all of the things that I have just mentioned, all of the indignities that I've just mentioned, they present us with a bill that they have to lie about the name of it to get it through and use a gimmick to get it passed. And you expect me to take them at their word. I got to tell you, I don't know how long you've been on the planet, Colonel, but seriously, I think you can do better, right? You flashed your badge at the beginning of the conversation. You told me essentially how ignorant we are to not support this spending bill. And what I've done just right now, if I was uh, in Congress in the well of the House or the Senate right now, I'd be on the news tonight. People would be going, oh, my God, he's right. Except for ABC, CBS, NBC, PBS, PBR, whatever the hell. Here's uh, Ben Cardin. He's a uh, leftist talking about the 87,000 new IRS agents. Now, one of the interesting things about this is it's doubling the size of the agency. Weird. Now, this is on the heels of the IRS being weaponized during the Obama administration to go after 501c3s, which are conservative groups before the election, so they could have no impact on the election, his second term election. Weird, right? Here's Ben Cardin. There, can you understand how 87,000 new IRS agents would scare the heck out of millions of Americans? Well, millions of Americans aren't going to be impacted by that other than getting better service from the IRS, having their telephone answer, getting the questions they need in order to comply with our tax laws. The auditing is going to be uh, focused. No, it's not. What it's going to do is it's going to use the complexity and the confusion of the law. And it's going to go after people who can't lawyer up when the IRS says, oh, yeah, you owe us uh, $8,000 from three years ago because you didn't do this and this and this. And you'll go, but my, my accountant said it's perfectly fine. He said, whatever. yeah, I know, but it's different now because this and this and this. And you go, but, and the IRS says, we will take you to court. And you say, I can't afford a lawyer. And so you just settle. There you go. More on this in your phone calls at 800-922-6680. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Rob Carson. You know, there are a billion earbuds out there, but there's only one Raycon. I wear mine when I'm mowing the yard, working out, or just chilling. Raycon earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. Optimized gel tips make them comfortable, and they don't budge. Frustrating when you're moving around and you lose an earbud on the floor. Raycon earbuds don't budge. Raycon earbuds give you eight hours of playtime, 32 hours of battery life, all priced at half the other premium audio brands. Also, there are three customizable sound profiles, so you can switch from, oh, I don't know, five-finger death punch to Lionel Richie with ease. And, of course, there's noise cancellation. So if you're riding in a car like I did for 16 hours with my family, you can enjoy your music or podcast in absolute bliss. 
Go to buyraycon.com slash Newsmax today. Get 15% off your order. Huge. 15% off the already incredibly priced Raycon earbuds. Awesome. That's buyraycon.com slash Newsmax. That's buyraycon.com slash Newsmax. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is Rob Carson Show. It's Monday at the bottom of the hour. Cash Patel is going to join us. He is a high-profile member of the Trump team, been on the news a lot lately. We'll talk to him about uh, this uh, Build Back Better light, which is uh, a giant lie, among other things, and also the uh, pending election and what will happen in 2024. Dick Morris joins us at the bottom of next hour. Uh, CPAC was this weekend. Um, I did not go. I hope to go next year. Um, but uh, there was some really cool stuff out of that. Carrie Lake had a, a wonderful speech there. Mark Robinson from uh, the uh, the lieutenant governor of the state of North Carolina was there. Donald Trump was there. And coming up, I uh, I got a I got a phone call of a lifetime yesterday. The phone call of a lifetime. I'll share the details on that coming up. So the administration that's completely cool with defunding the police was absolutely fine with defunding the police. Absolutely fine with saying nothing about Antifa and Black Lives Matter burning down American cities to the tune of $2 billion in 2020. The Democrat Party was completely cool with the assault on the White House and St. John's historic church causing President Trump and his family to go into the presidential bunker for their safety for the first time in history. The same Democrat Party that has presided over an unprecedented increase in violence, murders, theft, carjacking, fentanyl abuse. The party that's completely down with absolutely dissolving our southern border and causing untold damage, including sex trafficking and fentanyl. The most deadly substance to ever be brought across the border, illegal drug that has killed up to 100,000 people last year. That party decides this weekend to label a massive spending bill, the Inflation Reduction Act, even though they know as well as you do that that is not what it's all about. That is about entrenching us in this Green New Deal nonsense, raising our taxes and making life unbelievably expensive and even unaffordable for the American people. The same party that hasn't been able to fix two-year-old supply chain problems, so now you can't get baby formula, and our grocery store shelves are looking like Venezuela, and our car lots are looking like Cuba because you can't find a new car. And all the while, they think the solution to all of our problems is you buying a $70,000 electric vehicle that is impractical. It cannot haul drywall. It cannot haul concrete. It cannot haul tile. It cannot haul anything. And there's an 85% chance that your virtue signaling $70,000 EV runs on coal. There you go. But this time, 
it's going to work. This was Bernie Sanders in 1987. He actually got in the studio and recorded a uh, Woody Guthrie favorite. As I went walking that ribbon of highway. This was not a parody. I saw above me that endless skyway. That's this is real. I saw below me yeah. that golden valley. Golden valley. This land was made. For you and me. Now, I decided to uh, update it with uh, Bernie Sanders singing. This is a Rob Carson show exclusive. Jim Gossett gave it to me this morning. This is the updated version of Bernie Sanders singing uh, This Land is Your Land. This land's not your land. This land is our land. It's a little From the coast of Cali to a New York alley, nothing would be finer than to sell it to China. I already did. This land was made for the CCP. $30 million to the Biden family. Climb is through the ceiling. There's no racial healing. Other than that, they're doing a great job. Schools teach CRT. Teachers are trannies. Trust him this time. You can't Biden say that. Biden is left wing. He's owned by Beijing. And Soros. Joe sold his soul to the CCP. This land's not your land. This land is our land. And we'll destroy it. That's what we've got planned. To see will cower. Till he takes power. This land is for the CCP. This is uh, Senator John Kennedy talking about uh, the Manchin-Schumer spending bill. Senator Manchin's and Senator Schumer's massive tax and spending bill has uh, unfortunately, in my judgment, now passed. Because of inflation, uh, Louisianians are really getting good at barely getting by. And that's true for most Americans, too. Yeah, did you realize that uh, uh, Walmart has become unaffordable? So uh, a great deal of the population, they're doing their grocery shopping at uh, Dollar General. Um, as a result of Senator Manchin's bill, and I hope I'm wrong in this, but I predict that uh, Joeflation, as some people call it, uh, will now refer to Joe Manchin, not President Biden. Um, for example, Senator Manchin's bill raises taxes on oil and gas. Now, when you tax something, you get less of it which causes prices to rise. We've, uh, you know, uh, we've been to this before. We've been through it before. Dear God in heaven, we have just figured out uh, once again, you and I all knew this, that government spending decreases the value of the currency and causes inflation. There's no doubt about it. If you're an economist uh, worth his or her salt or its salt or whatever the hell, uh, you would know this. If you don't, you're, you know... Uh, Paul Krugman. They're going to make the IRS larger than the FBI, larger than Border Control and the State Department combined. They are going to hire their own Gestapo. Oh, this is also the same Democrat Party that wanted to create a Department of Disinformation to go after opinions that are different than the ruling class. Yeah, yeah, there's that. There's that.
The Pentagon houses roughly uh, 27,000 employees, according to the Defense Department, while a human resources fact sheet says the State Department employs just over 77,000. The FBI em- employs approximately 35,000. According to the agency's website, the Customs and Border Patrol Protection says it employs 19,000. Democrats claim the majority of additional revenue from IRS audits would come from wealthy upper class, but a study from the Joint Committee on Taxation shows the audits would cripple the middle class. The additional IRS funding is in, integral to the uh, integral, I should say, to the department's reconciliation package. A congressional budget office analysis found the hiring of new IRS agents would result in more than 200 billion of additional revenue for the federal government over the next decade. More than half of that funding is specifically earmarked for enforcement, meaning tax audits and other responsibilities such as digital asset monitor, monitoring, meaning they're coming after you for any, any bit of minutia. They don't want to simplify the tax code. They don't want to make it into a, a, a card that you can just fill out and send in. They want to be able to get you by hook or by crook. That's what this is all about. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Left wing. Majority of the new IRS agents, uh, IRS audits and scrutiny will come from those making, for those making less than $200,000 a year. Uh, hands, everybody? Eh, pretty much everybody I'm seeing right now. The committee found that just 4 to 9% of money raised will come from those making more than $500,000. Contracted, contrary to Democrats' claims, the new IRS agents are necessary to target millionaires and billionaires. Because millionaires and billionaires, they're the bogeymen we've heard about. And then, of course, it's the Inflation Reduction Act. That's what it's all about. All of this other seven hundred billion, seven hundred eighty billion, a trillion billion, trillion billion, trillion billion, billion. Um, uh, yeah, the inflation goes down, uh, uh, up or down 0.1 percent, one tenth of one percent next year is what they're expecting, and it won't ha- kick in for a couple of years. So um, there you go, there you go, kids. There you go. Oh, and they're going to raise the uh, price of your gas and everything because they're going after fossil fuel because of all this green energy, New Deal crap. And here's what I'd say. Are you ready? If the government offers you $7,500 on a $75,000 car, electric car, uh, tell them to suck it and tell them you don't want their crappy electric car. There you go. Even need to force through a wraparound amendment because they've managed to keep their side. They've kept party discipline where, where all of even the supposed moderates have been willing to vote against common sense. Bill. And this is why the Democrat Party needs to be figuratively blown up and reinvented or just thrown into the dust heap of history. That's it. For example, as I said, every single Democrat, all of them voted to increase gas taxes. So the next time you see a Mark Kelly uh, in Arizona or Raphael Warnock in Georgia or a Maggie Hassan in New Hampshire or, or, or a Michael Bennett in... Con- Here's the positive. Are, are you ready for this? I mean, I'm playing audio from both sides here, pro and con. Um, most people are con on this. You, you and I are con on this. Even a lot of Democrats are completely con on this. They know it's a bunch of crap. So that's the positive. Colorado or Catherine Court. But they were still able to screw us. Does Masto in Nevada say, hey, we want gas prices to be lower. You know they are lying because they stood up and voted, raise the gas taxes, stick it to the producers, make our consumers pay more at the pump. That's the end result they want. And as I said earlier, this bill is like you and I being in a severe car accident. We're laying there, our bodies half out of the flaming wreckage. We're bleeding out on the ground. 
All of a sudden, the car pulls up. It's a limo, a chain of uh, SUVs, and out jumps Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden. Joe Biden wanders off into a cornfield. They grab him. They bring him back. Come over there to you. You're thinking, oh, my God, they're going to call 911. They're going to render some sort of first aid. They're going to tie a tourniquet on my leg here. And uh, what they do is they rifle through your pockets. They take your cell phone, and they take your wallet, and they leave. That's what they do. That's what they do. A flashback to the $780 billion stimulus, almost the exact same amount as this $740 billion Inflation Reduction Act. That's coming up, including all the glorious audio and the zero results on the way. The number is 800-922-6680. And also, the most incredible phone call of a lifetime that I got yesterday. I'll share the information with you in just a second. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. His first grade teacher said he talked out of turn. Worse after he's missed a day. Well, things haven't changed. It's the Rob Carson Show. I don't know what it is. My wife is on an old movie jag. Uh, she's, for some reason, like, we, we moved. I'm thankful because normally it's HGTV and the Property Brothers, which I, dear God, help me. Um, you know, you just kind of sit there and pray for sleep when you're watching the Property Brothers. You know, nothing against the Property Brothers, but you know, he's a model and the other one is not a contractor. They're both models. That said, we didn't have to watch that this weekend. So she wanted to watch The Graduate. I said, no, nah, I don't really want to watch The Graduate. She ended up watching The Graduate, and, uh, and then we watched... Uh, uh, let me see. Uh, all the president's been blah, boring yawn. Uh, and of course, incredibly left of center. Um, then we watched uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid yawn. Uh, I think I was three when that movie came out. Uh, just a oh, wow. Just uh, yeah. And then, and then we watched, oddly enough, we watched uh, Moscow on the Hudson from 1984. A Robin Williams, a story of a, a man who was part of a circus. He was a musician. Uh, his uh, best friend he wanted to defect. This was at a time when the Soviet Union was still around. And, uh, you, you know, people tried to escape. This is one of the great things about socialism and communism. So many people try to escape, literally by, like, risking their lives to escape in, uh, in a raft in shark-infested waters or attempt to run between two walls and get shot to death by East German guards. And what took me uh, aback wasn't um, that, oh, you know, things are dated, uh, New York has changed, and this. it was how close we've become to the former Soviet Union. I wish I were kidding. One of the main characters actually was, the actor was a... Uh, 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 a Jewish person who escaped from the Soviet Union. He was the guy who played the KGB agent following around Robin Williams and his uh, his cohort in the circus as they were planning a trip to New York so he could follow him around and make sure he didn't try to defect or say anything bad about the Soviet Union. He could only say good things. He could only say that the United States was a failure. He could only say that everything that Russia did was a good thing. He is what became big social media, the Democrat Party, and our mainstream media. The same dynamic. Those three organizations telling us what we can or cannot think, telling us that our opinion on the 2020 election is not allowed. It is disinformation. That is actually a Stalinist term. You've, you've heard me say it. It is remarkable. That's what we watched this weekend. I was like, wow, unbelievable how close we are. And you know what? All we got to do is say no. And when Republicans roll over Democrats in November, and it has to happen, 
indict, impeach, remove, incarcerate, repeat. Here's an article by uh, Mimi Hall and David Jackson in USA Today from 2009. It's called Obama Signs a $787 Billion Stimulus. I remember this because I was alive. $787 billion stimulus contains new spending on health care, education, energy, and the environment. This is 13 years ago, including for programs to teach math and reading to, in poor school districts. Uh, tell that to, ba- to uh, Baltimore. Their school district have, have let kids pass without being able to read and graduate from high school without being able to read or write. Oh, build high-speed rail systems. How's that working? I don't think that any of them have been built. Study de- disease prevention. Huh. And then China sicked a, a, a deadly virus on our country. They've been experimenting on them in a, uh, in a lab in Wuhan, China that we've been, uh, that we've been uh, providing uh, money for at Weatherize Homes, which still hasn't been done. Dan Mitchell of the Libertarian Cato Institute called the package a Trojan horse that houses a combination of payoffs to different Democrat constituencies. And you'd be right. Oh, and the new stimulus package, the, the, the inflation Control Act uh, does the same thing, except for $400 billion goes to green en- energy cronies. On energy, a, a home weatherizing program has been getting $250 million a year. It'll get $5 billion over the next year and a half as part of the $50 billion slated to cut energy costs, and that hasn't worked at all. High-speed rail programs will also be funded for the first time. $8 billion out of $48 billion for overall transportation projects. Uh, anybody seen a new high-speed speed rail? Has anybody seen a 300-mile-per-hour uh, Grand Vitesse? Like in France, on education, $13 billion to provide academic help to children in high-poverty areas. They're going to get $10 billion. And what the hell has happened to them? Well, black kids are still uh, failing in schools. And, and uh, the kids who are underprivileged also still failing in schools. The money's going to bring us way, long way toward what we should have provided over the last several years, says Joel Packer of the National Education Association. I'm thinking a lot of that money went to uh, unions. Here's a little montage of all the promises of the new pony, and the, uh, the Democrats wanted the new pony. They said they'd take care of it, and instead they just let it starve to death. The Recovery Act and our actions to fix the financial system were decisive in starting to turn the economy around. Rolling uh, at a good clip. I'm calling this the recovery, the summer of recovery. Hey, is that Bo Jiden? The summer of recovery, or I might even call it the summer of project. There you go. There you go. And they call 2020 the summer of love, but they burned down America's cities. Here's a little bit of Obama talking about uh, all these projects would be shovel ready, just like the WPA way back in uh, 1930, whatever. All of them have projects that are shovel ready, shovel ready projects. You know why they call it shovel ready? Because when the Democrats say they want to do something like this, you better have your shovel ready. Shovel ready projects. We are seeing shovels hit the ground. We are seeing shovels hit the ground. And here is two years later. Shovel ready was not as uh, <laughs> shovel ready as we expected. Yeah, you know Next why? two years. Yeah. Our job now is putting our economy into overdrive. Yeah, well, it never went into overdrive. I think they put it into neutral and then they slammed on the brakes. I told you they're going to throw a lot of stuff at us before November. I told you they're going to try everything they could do to uh, pass the, the uh, moist dream of cla- the class of 1968. I told you they were going to do it. And, and they're not done. This was just the latest volley. And only 12% of Americans thought this would decrease inflation. And they're right. 
Um, I will have some more on this coming up. Also, Cash Patel joins us next. And I still have the conversation of a lifetime that I had on the phone, the phone call of a lifetime coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. Monday Metallica. We should call it a Metallica Monday. All the bumper stickers, or all the bumper stickers, all the uh, bumper music is Metallica. And I'll think about it. <laughs> this is uh, this is a Monday edition of the Rob Carson Show. Joining us on the phone, Cash Patel, uh, author, former chief of staff of the Department of Defense, former national security advisor in the Trump administration. Uh, uh, he, there's so many titles, I don't even know where to start. But he joins us on the Newsmax Hotline. How are you, sir? I'm great. Now that you started the show off with Metallica, you're taking me back to my hockey days. I'm ready to go. Oh, you're a hockey player. I love it. Yeah. Still play, still coach. I love it. Well, this is why I know you're so tough, because you've taken a beating from the uh, the <laughs> press the last few years. Probably uh, nothing compared to what you went through when you played hockey. But uh, let's talk a little bit. This weekend, I, I want to get to Christopher Ray's testimony from the Congress, but you were at CPAC this weekend. I watched, yeah. I watched a good amount of it this weekend. Um, if you could take away a theme from... The entire CPAC. What would you say? Maybe, maybe there's a couple talking points. But what were the what were the main things that you think the uh, the that the Republican Party is going? Uh, and what did you take away from this year's CPAC versus others? I think from the vantage point of the crowd and the att- attendees, the uh, the theme is uh, when is Donald Trump going to run? Yes, that's what they want. It's crystal yes. clear. And I think from the president's standpoint. It was one of, you know, and I've listened to him and I've traveled with him for, for so long. It was one of the most substance-packed policy speeches I've ever seen, yeah. laying out what needs to be done to fix the the Washington swamp, swoop to nuts, every government agency, um, from education to national security. It was very substantive. Yes. And I think he gave people a roadmap of, of what would happen if he announces. I saw that um, he would uh, introduce uh, Schedule F, uh, the executive order to get rid of essentially 50,000 government bureaucrats uh, if he makes it back to the White House. I'm assuming that 50,000 may just be a start, uh, considering that the uh, Congress, against the will of the American people, just approved 87,000 new IRS agents. Uh, what do you think about the second term, if it should happen, and I do believe it will, of Donald Donald Trump as the president uh, with regard to finishing what he started uh, with uh, draining the swamp? Well, I think this time around, <clears throat> you know, the, 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 we will hit the ground running, meaning that, you know, after Election Day, should he decide to run and win, um, we will be ready on that day with every agency and department personnel outlined and selections completed. And also with the removal of certain individuals, those selection processes completed and the elimination of an extensive amount of government billets that don't need to be filled. And then you'll be, begin work immediately with Congress to unfund the erroneous um, government job offer grabs like the 87,000 IRS agents. So while that will pass this year, but as you and I both well know, they will never be able to hire that many people once the Republican Congress comes in in November, yeah. uh, they will shut the money spigot off for that. It's a it's a headline ploy, and that's exactly what the Demo- radical Democrats are about right now is headline grabs. You know what's not re- actually what's really remar- remarkable to me is that they had the audacity after all of the things they've done to us. 
uh, uh-huh. to, to call this the Inflation Reduction Act. And then essentially that portion of it has kind of disappeared into the ether this morning. So they literally named it something it wasn't. They're saying, even, <laughs> they're even saying that we might get a 0.1% reduction, could be actually a 0.1% increase next year. So they named it, they might as well call it the, uh, you know, uh, fairy, fairy dust and uh, candy, uh, you know, bill, because that's about how much sense it made. <laughs> Well, what, what happens when you when you spend $800 billion overnight of printing free monopoly money and inject it into the global economy and the U.S. economy, yeah, you might get a 0.01% bump. And so they can call it the Reduction Act, which is total Washington speak yeah. for hot garbage. And the mainstream media is going to cover it for them as they always do and say, yeah. look at the great things Joe Biden is doing. Great things. I think one of the things that Donald Trump said in CPAC that just resonated with everybody Gasoline was a buck eighty-seven yep. under Donald Trump. It's <laughs> yep. now seven dollars. Yep. So okay, we'll go down to six ninety-nine. I'm sure America is going to be so <laughs> thrilled with the result of that. It is. Uh, I, I really think. I mean, when you when you read polls that say eighty-five percent of Americans think the country is going in the wrong direction, and seventy-one percent of Democrats don't want Joe Biden to run again, uh, and then I'm seeing this morning in the news, I'm not seeing any victory parades. I'm not seeing any man on the street saying that, oh, this is a great deal, Cash. Uh, this was sneaked through over. Over the weekend using reconciliation and nobody was, was behind it. What, what do you suppose the American people this morning are saying about this? Well, CNN, the Times, and the Politicos of the world are probably calling it a tremendous victory, <laughs> yes, yes. you know, a stalwart of Joe Biden's presidency. But the reality is, as you and I have discussed, you know, I'm not even an economics guy, but the math is pretty simple. If you're in an inflation and your inflationary period and you are in a recession, which we are yes. uh, by its very rudimentary definition. And I love the, the, you know, the Nobel laureates at the Times, Krugman and all those clowns saying, actually, we're changing the definition of recession. Yes. This is what they have to do. They keep moving the goalposts. We're in a recession, but now they're un- redefining us out of one, but not having any solutions. And that's the same thing as Joe Biden, this Congress's policies on the economy. They're just saying, OK, let's just print more money. Yeah. And everyone will be better. I mean, literally, there is a certain block of Americans that think that's how you fix the economy. But everyone, uh, for the most part, knows that that is how you make it worse um, in the long run. Let's talk about Christopher Ray in front of Congress last week. And uh, he really didn't say anything, right? I mean, he never does. he, He never does. Uh, all of the all of the nonsense uh, they covered up. The FBI covered up Hunter Biden's laptop. They had literally, I had heard one copy. They lost the second copy. They actually had brought to them, and then they forgot it even existed. And then, of course, uh, Matt Gates introduced it to the congressional record. Uh, what did you when you watched him last week? He, uh, what did you think? I was disgusted as a former national security prosecutor at the Department of Justice who brought terrorism cases around the country and the world and worked with the FBI and as a lead Russiagate guy. I was like, what is going on? This is why America wants uh, the destruction of our FBI, because there's no uh, accountability left within the ranks of the FBI. Chris Ray was asked simple questions about why was the Hunter Biden laptop politicized? What happened to the agents that made up that information and fakely labeled it, falsely labeled it Russian disinformation? How is it that that agent and the guy from uh, Tybalt and Auten, the guys from Washington and Detroit, were able to work on Whitman prosecutions, the Russiagate scandal, and never, ever, ever be demoted or, or, or fired, but get um, get raises and get promotions? And Chris Ray was specifically asked to stay and ask more questions by senators of the United States. Instead of doing that, he told them, no, I have to run off to my private jet so I can go away for the weekend. That's his priority. 
That's what's more important to him than being accountable at the FBI and answering questions from our elected officials. He wants to go up to the mountains in New York and run away it's, like a coward. Well, and Joe Biden was in Delaware this weekend. Not a big surprise there. Uh, well, yeah. You know, not not a big surprise. But, you know, um, a couple of months ago, I said that I thought the FBI would probably have to be figuratively blown up and reinvented. Uh, I did get a, a modicum of uh, uh, belief that possibly we should continue to let the agency exist with some whistleblowers. Finally, after years of abuse, yeah. uh, speaking out. What do you think about the agency in general coming from a, a Washington, D.C. insider who's seen? I mean, you've seen it all. You know what's going on there, Cash. Uh, what do you think about agencies like the IRS and the FBI uh, presently? And what, what are we going to have to do to those agencies to make them right? Yeah, so I was talking to Devin Nunes about that just this past weekend. Um, and basically there needs to be, once Congress switches, there needs to be a special select committee, top-down investigation led by Republicans like Jim Jordan, Matt Gates, and, and uh, of the world, and start at DOJ and FBI yeah. and burn through the, the bureaucratic malaise to get to the documents that show the accountability. And then once we win in 2024, <clears throat> I think America will have fully realized how important personnel is. And look, these agencies can't completely go away. They just can't because who's going to do the work? Now, they do need significant overhauling. And you start with not just leadership positions, but deputy positions, chiefs yeah. of staff, undersecretaries, and things like that. And you get rid of, as you started the show with the Schedule F thing, you get rid of the politics in law enforcement, in national security. I yeah. did it in Democrat and Republican administrations. That's yeah. the way it used to be. And just because Donald Trump is the president of the United States doesn't mean you get to politicize it. That is the ultimate Hippocratic uh, position to take. But the radical left wing media lets them do that. And you shut down the media hard. Yeah. You, you just put out the truth. You put out the documents like we did in Russiagate, et cetera, that show the American people um, this is what happened because that's who you work for. Not government. You work for the American people. Now, you worked, uh, obviously, for the DOD. Uh, let me ask you about Nancy Pelosi's trip last week. Uh, what, was the, <laughs> what was the point? Okay, first of all. Uh, Second of all, um, you know, some people are saying they were worried about uh, us going to war with China. I, I came on the air last week and calmly said, why in the hell would China go to war with us? We're buying their goods, and they're getting everything that war would accomplish already. You're right. You know, Donald Trump's tariffs are long gone, uh, which is what the Chinese have always wanted. And Nancy Pel Joe Biden comes out by his spokesperson and says the position of this administration is there will not we will not support an independent Taiwan. Two days later, Nancy Pelosi lands in Taiwan and says we will forever support the Taiwanese people and their independence. So our top two government officials can't get it right. China's laughing at us. Pelosi's over there probably. Uh, oh, and she brought, you know, Paul Pelosi, the greatest insider trader in American history, um, probably over there looking at a semiconductor factory. And, you know, I say I'm not even a stocks guy. I don't really yeah. know how this stuff works. But yeah. I'm like, if you want to make money, just go look what Paul Pelosi does and buy in. Yeah. And uh, I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a stock trade in and around her trip to Taiwan. I mean, she's going over there yeah. for the glorification of her own ego, not for the work of the American people. What, what? does she accomplish? Absolutely nothing. And the Chinese are running raids over our ships in the South China Sea now. Exactly. And I might also add, she went to Ukraine. What the hell did you do in Ukraine? I said, yeah. that, you know, Nancy, all you got to do is just uh, send them your uh, your account number and routing number. They'll put the money in. You don't need to go to Ukraine. What, yeah, exactly. Is, is she mean, just grandstanding on as the, the grand dame of the Democrat Party before she's booted? Is that is, or is she just not even there altogether? I, I don't know what the, probably, the point of it was. Of both. You know, you get these. You know, as, as, as head of DOD, 
as a chief of staff, you know, we, we had to provide planes and securities for when these folks travel. And they love traveling lavishly around the world on the government heat. And this is what they're doing and making headlines and just acting as if they are the uh, Vogue magazine person of the year. And I mean, this is what these people care about are fake medals and false headlines rather than doing the work. Ukraine's not <clears throat> safer as a result. The, the, Situation in China and Taiwan is way worse after her yeah. trip than before, yeah. and global security has been threatened. And what's Joe Biden doing from home? Sleeping in Delaware. He's so, sleeping in Delaware. Unreal. He's got no leader. When it when it comes to Ukraine, for instance, Nancy Pelosi goes over. They're supposedly in this you know this uh, this uh, uh, existential uh, conflict with Russia, and yet the president of Ukraine and his lovely wife are able to pose for a Vanity Fair shoot with Annie Leibovitz in front of uh, the destruction and the ruins of uh, cities in Ukraine. I mean, seriously, how how serious are we supposed to take this nonsense? If if a man could stand in the middle of of the destruction of his company, a country with tens of thousands of Ukrainians die and think that a photo shoot with Annie Leibovitz is the most important thing you can do. It, and honestly, I think it, it gives us an idea how badly we're being played. Oh, yeah. And look, there are people suffering in the Ukraine and there are people who are victims of, of gross human rights violations and, and, and death. And, but you know what? There's also a lot of people in America who are suffering and crime is surging, who are victims of rape and murder and drug trafficking overdoses because of the cartels and Chinese fentanyl. That's the difference. America first policies under President Trump focus on our citizens first and the rest later. And I'm not saying we can't and shouldn't help the Ukrainians, but sending $10 billion a month over there and having their president post for pictures on Vanity Fair <laughs> and having the American lunatic left celebrate this guy as if he's a hero. Hey, we tried this in Afghanistan. And what happened at the end? The president of Afghanistan flew out on our helicopters with a billion and a half dollars in our cash yeah, after yeah. evacuating the country. Yeah. Where is the money in the Ukraine going? Yeah. Is there anyone? Tra I know there's no one tracking it because I know yeah. how you actually effectively deploy it. The banking system has been upended. And what is he doing? Just sitting on it yeah. at a palace? And, yeah. and who's he giving it to? It's like printing. It's, it's like their, their solution to the recession. It's a joke. Let's just print money and take photos. It is. Uh, it is absolutely remarkable. Let me. Let me just ask you this: If you could offer advice to uh, conservatives, oh, no, I should just say, let's say the American people, the eighty-five percent of Americans who that say the country is going to hell in a handbasket, going in the wrong direction before November, uh, if you were going to offer a message of hope for those people who are terribly frustrated, particularly after this weekend when we got scrawled one more time, uh, in a sentence, what would you say uh, to the American people who are? just really pissed off and tired of the direction of the country. You're, you're doing it. They're listening. You're doing it. Donald Trump's uh, back candidates are 155 and 7 yes. or something like that. Yeah. That is change. Yeah. That is numbers and data that the media, well, they'll try to ignore it, but they can't. And when you send those America first leaders, and I've been out there campaigning for Donald Trump's candidates in Arizona with Carrie mm -hmm. Lake and Abe Hamada and Blake. Love Master. her and Laxalt in Nevada, yes. and you know, hopefully we get Joe Kent across the finish line in Washington State today, but so yeah. many great candidates, yeah. we can go on and on. Um, Donald Trump keeps showing force, and the American people respond. Good. They say, yes, your America First candidates are the ones we want to back. So not only do I have hope, I've seen the action arm, um, and we only have a couple more months till yep. in general, and then it's going to be game on, and I think it's going to be like a, you know, a, a basically a clean sweep like he's done in Missouri. I do too. And, and, so many other I do too. I hope that we can uh, we can win governors' uh, ships in uh, in Pennsylvania and, and uh, Maryland. Yeah. I know that's high hopes, but I think we can. Uh, you got this uh, great book out, Plot Against the King. Your 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 kids' book of all the things you do. When you hear former chief of staff of the DOD <laughs> writing a kids' book, what 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 what? But but it's like rocking the charts. Yeah, 
No, I appreciate it. Plot Against the King. You can get it at plotagainstthekeng.com. You know, look, we our team thought, why should a, a, adults be entitled to the truth and not our children? Yeah. So we wrote The Plot Against the King, which is Russiagate for kids. And yeah. it doesn't tell children to be political, Republican or Democrat. It tells them the importance of the truth yeah. and being future leaders in America by striving to do only truthful things. Right. And that's what The Plot Against the King is about. We said it in miserable times. We've got Hillary Quinton being defeated by King Donald and a few <laughs> other characters you might find familiar. And, yes. and that's the whole point. And we've got another book coming on in, coming out in a month and i hope to come out of your show yes. it's going to melt the media down okay. we are educating our kids we're not telling them about crt and gender dynamics at ages five and six we're talking to them about important missions first amendment truth love it, love it. and the constitution right, so we, plot against the king.com we got to run we got to run cash patel always wonderful to have you on uh we'll have you on like real soon just you know whenever you have the time i know you're busy keep uh, campaigning for these great candidates and god bless you my brother we'll talk to you again soon okay Thanks so much, Rob. Great show. Appreciate you having me. You bet, you bet. This is the Rob Carson Show. Back in a few. Joe Biden has always been a punchline. Now he's just a joke. It's the Rob Carson Show. Yeah, but nobody's laughing this morning. Again, if Democrats say that uh, something is shovel ready, it means have your shovel ready. So yesterday I'm hanging around, I'm doing the honey-do list. Uh, we moved our couch in, you know, and it was a big deal. Moved around the furniture and all that. And, and in the middle of all of it, you know, making uh, some lunch and whatever, I get a, I get a look at my phone, it's ringing, it's vibrating. I'm like, oh, oh it's Chris Ruddy. It's the uh, CEO of Newsmax. So I'm thinking he wants to check in, see how the show's going. He's a very hands-on, uh, uh, you know, CEO of a great company. And he gave me this opportunity. And so I, I immediately answer the phone. And I hear a voice that goes, Hey, Rob Carson, I think you're the funniest man on television. And, I just went, and I'm like, this is my guy who does my Trump impersonation, Sean Farish. This is, this is okay, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm this close to, I didn't, didn't want to say anything because I, I thought it might be Sean Farish, so I thought I'd play along. And then as, as the conversation continued, literally about 15 seconds in, I realized I was talking to Donald Trump on the phone. I was talking to Donald Trump on the phone. Now to Sean Hannity or Glenn Beck, uh, this is not a big deal. Because, you know, they've been doing this a while. Uh, they, they're, and then success to them, God bless them. But a year ago, I was selling cars. And a year later, I got a call from the President of the United States, Donald Trump. And we had a delightful conversation. He said uh, he loved my TV show. He loved the radio show. Uh, he, uh, he said he would be more than happy to come on and do an interview. We're working on that right now. He kind of joked around about Joe Biden being completely, uh, unable to be the president. He's like, is this guy going to start world war three? And I said, I said, I don't think he needs to, cause we're already giving China everything they want. And then we kind of joked around and, and, uh, and, uh, Chris had mentioned to him, maybe the next time he does the apprentice, I should be a contestant. I should be one of the guys. And I said, Mr. President, I don't know anything about business. But I think we could make it a lot of fun. And <laughs> he agreed. <laughs> I'm a kid from Iowa. My idol was Johnny Carson growing up. That's why I use the name Carson. I grew up on a farm. I, we grew up without. I've lived a good number of years without. I've never been a Washington, D.C. insider. And I started this radio program about a year ago. And yesterday I got a call from the President of the United States. I want you to know that these things, when these things happen, they are not wasted on me. They're because of you. And I will do my very best to represent you well. Let's take a break and come back. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show.
Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hour number three of the Rob Carson Show, and uh, we have got Dick Morris joining us at the bottom of the hour. I'm sure he has some uh, very credible insights to what's going to happen in 2022 and 2024. And he has got a new book, if you'd like it, by the way. It's called The Return. Okay, and it's in bookstores everywhere. And if you'd like to get it free, it's like saving you $28, which gets you about $4, four gallons of gas in California, if you're lucky. You can fill your lawnmower. Uh, just go to thereturn911.com, thereturn911.com. If you do that today, that would be huge. So uh, CPAC happened this weekend. I will get to CPAC in just a second with some audio from Donald Trump and uh, Carrie Lake, among others. But first, uh, years ago, uh, and I'm going to play this again if you haven't heard, uh, Bernie Sanders in 1987 recorded a version of Woody Guthrie's This Land is Your Land. And I thought, why is Bernie Sanders, he's a socialist. Socialists want to take everything. They want government command and control. So it should be my land is your land. Uh, your land is my land. Um, and, uh, and then we find out that he actually recorded a new version of it just in time for the new, uh, new uh, in. Inflation Reduction Act, actually. This is Jim Gossett, by the way. Sing it. This land's not your land. Nope. This land is our land. And the government. From the coast of Cali to a New York alley. Nothing would be finer yeah. than to sell it to China. It already has been. This land was made for the CCP. Crime is through the ceiling. Oh, big time. There's no racial healing. No, not at all. Schools teach CRT. Teachers are trannies. Biden is left wing. You can't say that. He's owned by Beijing. Joe sold his soul to the CCP. Only $30 million. This land's not your land. Good investment. This land is our land. Better than green. And we'll destroy it. Green energy. That's what we've got planned. To see will cower till he takes power. Guardy mm, has. This land is for the CCP. Be-hoo. Uh, even Brian Stelter this weekend, uh, who I originally called Humpty Dumpty a couple years ago, uh, do the Humpty Dance, do the Humpty Dump. He says that uh, the family, uh, the Biden family has a whole lot of problems. Now, this is, by the way, all the things that you and I have known for years, and he just got it this weekend. What about Hunter? Hunter under federal investigation. Charges could be coming at any time. This is not just a right-wing media story. This is a real problem mm-hmm. for the Bidens. Mm-hmm. Could he decide not to run for re-election, given his son? Look, they make, they make decisions as a family. He's not going and, to uh, be physically or mentally able to do it if he's alive. And I'm not saying it to be mean. I'm just saying he's already at the average age for death with uh, American men. And uh, he had his brain operated on a few years ago. Um, they will make that decision uh, when it's time. But do you, think, like you, said, talked, do you think they've talked about it yet? No. How th- stupid do they think we are? Do you think they've talked about it yes, uh, yet? Does, do you think that they've talked about Joe Biden running in 2024 yet? No. It, I mean, wow. I, it doesn't really deserve uh, any commentary because if you don't understand how stupid that was, then I guess you're stupid or woefully ignorant or whatever. Dear God. <clears throat> Am I the only person in America? 
who literally, starting with the campaign of Joe Biden in 2019, 2020, I should say, said that there's no way he would ever be able to run a second term. And as this has progressed from day one, I said, there's, not, there's no way he's going to be able to run a second term. There's no way. It's not going to be possible. He can't do it now. You, get, you Listen, the worst thing, one of the worst things about this, this administration, other than the fact that we have a, a feeble mind, uh, severely handicapped man in the White House, is that there are so many people not, not enabling him. There's no enabling because he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. But they're literally covering up for him while feeding him the things to say. So it's not enabling. It's not enabling at all. He's not coming up with this crap. He's not coming up with this nonsense on his own. This is the dream of the class of 1968. That's one of the greatest crimes. They're not enabling him at all. They're making him do things, and then they're covering up for the obvious. It really is remarkable. Really is remarkable. Carrie Lake, why do they go after her like they do in the media. Why they do everything to shred her? Well, because she's a real danger to the Democrat Party, certainly in the state of Arizona, and there's a real chance that, no, she will, when she's governor, uncover all the election BS, and that will trickle up to Washington, D.C. That's why they have to try to get rid of her, and they really tried during the primary. She was able to, even after they counted votes for days... It was so overwhelming in favor of Carrie Lake that even the people trying to get her out as the candidate couldn't overcome the victory for her. And I've said that what we need to do together, and listen, I could give a rat's behind about the Republican Party. I generally vote Republican because their views certainly represent more, I mean, my God, voting Democrat, are you out of your nut? No freaking way. Has it always been that way? There have been a couple of Democrats I used to know who ran local races, you know, county prosecutor, you know, whatever, maybe back in Columbia, Missouri, like 30 years ago. But by and large, the Democrats have always, always, always disappointed me. So I say, you know, to hell with the Republican Party, but let's come together and realize the country is going in the wrong direction. And we are for a variety of things. Carrie Lake at the uh, CPAC spoke, and she was incredible. And here she is talking about, and she's talking about the RNC. I'm saying, okay, RNC, fine, but more importantly, a movement that the RNC is down with, and that is the opposite direction of where the country's going now, driven by Democrats. We're going to welcome the conservatives, but not just the conservatives. We've got to welcome in the independents. And... We need to welcome in any Democrat. And by the way, the lowest rating for Joe Biden comes from independence, and you have to win independence to win re-election. Democrat disillusioned with the dead-end ideas of the Democrat Party. Real quick, if you are a person of color and you live in New York City or Baltimore or uh, Ferguson, Missouri, or East St. Louis, or, um, uh, you know, Gary, Indiana, or Los Angeles, or San Francisco, or I can go on and on and on and on. Are you really down with doing this for another 50 years? Are you in the inner cities? You've chosen, there's been a lot of uh, people moving out of the inner cities, the, uh, the uh, people of color in suburbia. It's, it's uh, dramatic, and yet there are those who are in our inner cities where schools are failing, where crime is spiraling out of control. Are you down with voting Democrat to continue what they've done to you for the last 50-plus years? 
And let me tell you, there are millions of them out there. We've got to welcome them into this party as they walk away. We need to say welcome to the Republican Party, the party of we, the people. The party of Lincoln, too, by the way. A lot of people died ending slavery. I, I know they want us to think it is a battle between left and right, but this is truly a battle between uh-huh. those who want to save America yep. and those who want to destroy her. Yep. That's where we are at this moment. Yep. My question to you is, are you in this fight with us? Are you ready to fight? You got to fight. Uh, and, and think about it. What has the Democrat Party done for you? Particularly people of color. What have they done for you? They introduced the Great Society and effectively destroyed the uh, black family. You've got abortion rates of 40, 50, 60 percent in inner cities. So literally 20% of the black population that could be alive today have been aborted by Planned Parenthood and others. Planned Parenthood, though, Margaret Sanger, racist and eugenist. She created it to control the black population. But you don't hear that very often. They just kind of try to usher that name off into history. 80% fatherless homes. 13 times the national average murder rate, black-on-black violence. Every weekend in Chicago, every weekend in Baltimore, every weekend in places like Cincinnati where I used to live, war zone. Drug drug abuse out of control. Poverty at the same levels when great society had started. Do you want to do this some more? No, most don't. And they did their level best. Oh, my God, the Democrat Party did their level best. Big social media did their level best to make it seem like millions of people weren't leaving the Democrat Party. They even came up with a movement. It's called the Walk Away Movement. Half a million people on Facebook sharing their stories, mostly people of color, walking away from the Democrat Party. And after the election, that page went away. All of their stories, every ounce of their existence, gone. But you see, we don't live in the Soviet Union, and we don't live in Cuba. And sooner or later, the truth gets out. Sooner or later, the truth gets out. And here's Carrie Lake on uh, establishment Republicans. Donald Trump severely hobbled establishment Republicanism in Washington, D.C., but it still exists in the form of people like Mitch McConnell. But here's what uh, Carrie Lake says about those Washington bureaucrats, those insiders, those Republican insiders who've led the party. Here's what she has to say about Arizona. We drove a stake through the heart of the McCain machine. Yeah. Might also add the Bush dynasty is over, is over effectively. And soon the McConnell dynasty will pass as well. Let's go to uh, Don in Salinas, California. Hello there, Don. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind on this Monday? Well, uh, Rob, I have to tell you, the uh, Republicans in the Senate are officially whipped. They have been cowed. You know, McConnell said he had a hydrogen bomb in his pocket when this Build Back Better stuff first came out, that before he would allow America to be inflicted with this, he would deny the Democrats a quorum because you need 51 senators to have a quorum. And he said that the Republicans would walk out and that Democrats wouldn't be able to do a doggone thing. Well, the Democrats stomped their feet and dared him. And what happened? They all sat down in the chamber 
and they all did nothing but blink their eyes and put pathetic amendments on a steaming pantload of corrupt ideology yeah. and watched and, as, and, as, as they inflicted this on America. I know, Don. Let me ask you this, Don, because I know you're as frustrated and angry as I am, and a lot of Americans are. Um, what is your hope? And I don't want to hear, oh, it's all over, and the world's ending, and all that crap. Don, I want to hear what you're doing to buoy yourself and what you are hoping that we'll be able to do, particularly in November. In November, I want the Republicans to take over, in re- and I want them to put a stop to all this and put out bills to try to claw back what they did to us yep. this weekend. 100%. And with the intent of in 2024, when Trump is elected, that we will have a president who will sign it. And I want Trump to stand up and say, whatever they did this weekend, I'm taking back because, America, you don't deserve this. Uh, this is yes, what sir. we need to yes, run sir. on. Yes, I sir. want a Trump yes, president, and after he's gone, I want DeSantis for two, yep. two terms. That's yes, sir. All right, God bless you, brother. Thank you. Fantasy, I don't know. <laughs> no, Don, but I'm going to tell you what, brother. Thank you for doing your research, and thanks for bringing your uh, your perspective. That was wonderful. You did. It was it was terrific. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thank you. I do appreciate it. I can't. I can't. You know, I ten hours for a three hour show. That's the prep I do, and then somebody like Don comes in and says, "Oh yeah," and I'm go, "Damn." You guys got it going. I love it, I love it, I love it. All right, let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. For all those who are sick and tired of people moving to D.C. and spending their entire lives telling us how to live ours, it's The Rob Carson Show. It is Rob Carson Show. I had mentioned earlier that uh, my wife is on an old movie, Jag, which is, you know, I think it's kind of interesting. Uh, so far, we've seen a couple of movies that were highly acclaimed that I went, yawn. I don't know why they're all Robert Redford, Dustin Hoffman movies, but she watched The Graduate. She was like, well, this is really depressing. I was like, well, yeah, I, sure. And uh, it was okay. It was a pretty good movie. It's from the year of my birth. Thank you very much. Uh, then we watched All the President's Been, which was uh, you know, a political hack job about Watergate and making uh, Woodstreet and Bernstein look like superstars. who got all sorts of awards, and it was boring as hell. Then we watched Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid last night. I'm like, what the hell? Where are the-? There's a couple explosions, but uh, you know, uh, they're running around. You got Paul Newman on a bike. He's got a girl on the handlebars, raindrop, keep falling them on my head. I'm like, this isn't a Western. What the hell? Give me Unforgiven. And then I watched, I watched uh, Moscow on the Hudson, which is uh, Robin Williams. I would encourage you to watch it again. If you are, I'm a Gen Xer. I, I was, uh, I was raised when uh, we we missed Duck and Cover, but there was always the threat of a nuclear uh, conflict with Russia. And, and uh, Ronald Reagan, of course, said, uh, you know, we're going to begin bombing right in. Everybody freaked out about it. And I thought it was a joke, whatever. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, just just watch it, and and you'll realize how close we are uh, to that. It's uh, it's it's pretty remarkable stuff. But the positive is uh, America's saying we don't want to go that way. And, and despite of what happened over the weekend, you know, you being ruled against your will and your money is being spent against your will. It's like if your kid wanted a pony and you said, uh, you don't know, and, uh, you know, they, no, but I'll take care of it. I'll feed it. I'll do that. No, I said no. And then your kid just steals your credit card and orders it anyway. That's what the Democrat Party did to us this weekend. Thought you should know. Donald Trump spoke at CPAC, a, a del- delivered a magnificent address. And I had mentioned earlier that I got a call from Chris Ruddy, who's the CEO of Newsmax. And, uh, and I'm like, okay, all right, shh, okay. I pick up the phone. 
I hear Donald Trump's voice, thinking it's my guy, Sean Farish, doing an impersonation, but it was Donald Trump talking to me. And it was, he said, Rob, I watched your show after my speech on Saturday. <laughs> I had to throw that in because, you know, I, mean, I, I don't know about you, but I've never been called by a president before. I mean, have you? Have you? Anybody? Anybody? All right. Here's a little bit of the president talking to CPAC. This has been an exceptional week for the American. Uh, this is in Wisconsin. I apologize. This is Wisconsin address. America first movement. Exceptional. You probably saw that the Trump-endorsed candidates, Blake Masters, easily won. Now I'll get the seat back. This was his address before that. Nomination for the U.S. Senate in Arizona. Carrie Lake won the nomination for Arizona governor. Boom! Tudor Dixon won the nomination for Michigan governor. Boom! John Gibbs, great guy, defeated rhino congressman Peter Meyer. Meyer. Peter Meyer. He spells it a little different than other people. He is a little different right now. He's not so different, though, because he lost. My baloney has a first name. It's P-E-T-A-R. This week, we're... He's full of it. 45 wins... And no losses. Is that good? I'd say that's pretty good, Mr. President. Oh, by the way, uh, he's 171 in 10 in primaries. Here he is at CPAC. As we take power out of Washington, we also need to take power back from the left-wing lunatics who are indoctrinating our youth. I don't think that was covered in the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. We have to finally and completely smash... The radical left's corrupt education establishment. Oh, yes. The current system is sick. It's sick. But where will the teachers union get all of that sweet, sweet Democrat money? We have the lowest scores almost in the world, and we spend more per pupil than any other nation. And many of us, our children had two years of education stolen from them. Like my daughter who begins her senior year in high school on Friday. School prayer is banned, but drag shows are allowed to permeate the whole place. It's okay. You I got another thing, a good drag show, but uh, honestly, not teaching the kids. Eh. Can't teach the Bible, but you can teach children that America is evil. Yep. And that men are able to get pregnant. Whatever it takes. That's a hard time. My wife and I had to have, tried to have children for years, and then we realized, oh, that goes there, and you're the one who's going to carry the baby. Derp. Conservatives must liberate America's children from the captivity of these Marxist teachers' unions. That's what they are. Where do they come from? Mm -hmm. The class of 1968. Yeah. Where do they come from? This is, these are the things that are going to bring us together. And they can try passing an Inflation Reduction Act. And they can lie about it. And the mainstream media can act like it really was something. But it avoids everything that is driving people away from the Democrat Party and saying that the country is going in the wrong direction. All right. Dick Morris joins us next. Got a new book called The Return. Going to talk about Donald Trump coming back. It's The Rob Carson Show. If the left tells you to quiet down, get louder. It's the Rob Carson Show. As we secure the border, another key priority for the next Congress and the next president will be to drain the swamp once and for all. <laughs> 
Uh, Donald Trump had another busy weekend. Uh, he was at CPAC, delivered a uh, bellwether speech, and, uh, of course, is still teasing us with a 2024 run. The man who is convinced that Donald Trump is going to do it, along with me, is Dick Morris. He has written this marvelous book called The Return in bookstores everywhere, and he's on the Newsmax hotline. Speaking of somebody who's, I mean, working all weekend long, Dick Morris, I mean, they might have just come up with a Dick Morris channel, for crying out loud. How much I've seen you on TV lately. <laughs> Uh, well, the book is called The Return, yes. big 2024 comeback. Yes. And, of course, he's going to run. I speak to him a couple of times a week and yeah. with plotting strategy for 24, so obviously he's going to do it. Yeah. Uh, but he's also going to win the nomination, I think, without a primary. And I think that okay. he'll, and I, I'm pretty certain he'll win the election. He'll be the 47th as well as the 45th president. I like that you played that clip about draining the swamp. Yeah. He has a proposal that he unveiled last week that is incredibly important. He said that when he was president, he reformed the Veterans Administration by eliminating civil service classification for the people who worked there so that they could be fired and they could be hired and they could be promoted and demoted without having to make a federal case out of it. Yeah, And that passed and has really changed service at the VA. And now he wants to extend that to the whole federal government. Uh, my old boss, Bill Clinton, said being president is like running a cemetery. You have thousands of people under you, but nobody listens to you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Trump is going to change that yeah. by making all of these employees at pleasure so that they, they're not protected by tenure or job test are as unprotected as you or I are in our jobs. We have to do a good job in order to keep our jobs, and uh, if we don't, we can lose them. And uh, it's about time we apply those rules to the civil service. Absolutely. Dick, I want to ask you about the uh, the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, which is uh, certainly named just, uh, you know, just to put a sticker on it. There was nothing about inflation reduction in this. And I think the American people get it. Uh, after you saw the actions of Congress this weekend and passing this thing by hook or by crook using, uh, you know, election or uh, legislative trickery, what are your thoughts about how the American people uh, will greet this, particularly the 87,000 new IRS agents? In my book, The Return, I talk about this bill, and I make the point that Manchin and Cinema were totally corrupt in their initial opposition to it, and now that they've caved, you could expect that. Manchin was bought because his wife is the head of the Appalachian Regional Commission, appointed yeah. by the president. Yeah. And this bill gives her a billion dollars to dole out to friends and relatives and everybody. She already has given a billion, a million and a half dollar grant to a company she's a part owner of. Wow. And Manchin's wife is in charge of that commission. She was appointed by Biden. That's the payoff. Yeah. And Cinema is doing something even worse. While they're hiring 80,000 IRS agents to harass you and me, the Democrats specifically voted at Cinema's request continue a tax loophole known as carried interest. And that deal is ridiculous. It says that if you run the hedge fund, you only have to pay 20% maximum tax, whereas the rest of us have to pay 37%. Wow. And the rationale for that is the capital gains tax should apply to hedge fund managers. 
Now, it should apply to hedge fund investors because they're risking their money and they've already paid taxes on that money. So it makes sense to tax it at a lower rate. But a hedge fund manager has no money of his own invested at all. He's just running it for other people. He's like a teacher or a sanitation worker or a cop. He's just a regular employee. And for him to be able to pay only half the tax that a regular working person does is outrageous. It's a tax loophole that cost the taxpayers $12 billion. And cinema pushed it and got it approved, got it renewed, simply because Arizona has so many hedge fund managers in it. It was like a cottage industry for her. Oh, wow. It's outrageous. It is. And now, Dick Morris, and, and you've got this uh, book, it's called The Return, and I'll give you all the details if you haven't heard about how to get it for free in just a second. But, Dick, <clears throat> tell me about, you know, last year we were all thinking, oh, thank God, they wanted to get 87 million uh, IRS agents. Oh, my God, this Build Back Better. Thank God uh, Joe Manchin was there. And Joe Manchin at the time was, was uh, saying, no, no, no. Was that just waiting for a better offer from Joe Biden? What yeah. were the conversations? do you suppose that happened behind yeah. the scenes in the year uh, since then? Well, I doubt anybody said anything to anybody, but the fact is he was holding out for a better offer, and uh, wow. his wife got more money for the regional commission, and he, she got more power over it. And uh, in return for that, Manchin, quote, caved, unquote, which is, he, he, this was like wide world of wrestling, you know? Yeah. The match is fixed to begin with. And you put it on for show for the customers. Yeah, I would say at this point that politics in Washington D.C. are as bad as uh, as the the fakery in, in wrestling. Yeah, uh, you had but mentioned. Let me say this about go ahead, Donald go ahead. Trump. <clears throat> yeah. uh, he is the only person running for president, or only person in the country who can say the four words that are crucial to his getting elected again. I did it already. Yeah. So he complains about inflation. Democrats say, oh, my God, don't complain. Everybody has that. It's a global phenomenon. There's nothing you can do about it. He comes back and he says, yes, I did it already. When I was president, inflation was under 2%. Gas prices, the Democrats do the same thing. You can't control them. He says, when I was president, it was a buck 80. And when I was president, we had a sealed border. I did it already. You don't have to wonder if I'll be able to do it again. A lot of people are talking about DeSantis. And how the heck do we know that he can control gas prices? How do we know that he can stop inflation? How do we know that with no experience in foreign policy, he can face down Russia and keep them from invading Ukraine? We know it with Trump because I did it already. Let me ask you this, uh, Nick. Uh, I remember uh, uh, 1992 and 1994. I was writing for Rush Limbaugh. You were in the Clinton uh, uh, White House, um, and and there was a gigantic shift in 94, uh, and and, uh, the the Democrats lost uh, both houses of Congress. There are a number of reasons. I think part of that was the introduction of socialized medicine. Remember the cards that Hillary Clinton wanted us to carry? That was part of it. Uh, Compare that to what is coming in November with regard to a Republican Oh, it's going to be huge, just like it was in 92, but 94, but reversed. Mm. Uh, it's the more apt comparison is 2010, okay. when we gained uh, 60 to 80 seats in the House. And I think that's what's going to happen here. The reason for this Republican wave is that Donald Trump has gotten two key groups to flip from the Democratic Party to the Republican Party. 
and it has cut the guts out of the Democratic Party. The first is the working class. Yes, sir. When you get off the boat or the plane to America, first thing you learn is that Republicans are for rich people and Democrats are for working people. Yes. Now Trump has flipped that completely. He's taken the country club brie and cheese crowd who ran the Democratic, who ran the Republican Party yeah. and told them, you're no longer in charge. When we're going to have tariffs, we're going to have immigration restrictions, all the stuff that you free market capitalists say is horrible, as you're following what Adam Smith said. But Trump says, you know, well, in founding capitalism, but Trump says free flow of labor means Americans lose their jobs. Free flow of products means that uh, we get our factories are forced to close because everyone else is manipulating the prices. And then the second group is Latinos. Yes. Because Trump understood that while the Democrats bet on immigration reform, as they call it, to win Latinos, he said immigration is a distant memory with most of these folks. Their ancestors came over, or they did in their youth. It's in the rearview mirror. What they're worried about is the new country they came to going to be, wind up like the old country they came yes. from. <laughs> that these radicals are going to make us into Venezuela and Cuba and Mexico and Nicaragua and Vietnam, and they're determined not to do it. And that's how we're getting Latinos and Asians to vote for us. Um, this has got to be pretty, uh, uh, you know, we, we, you know, we've been on the planet long enough. We see a lot of, of, uh, huge change with regard to the country. Um, let me ask you this. Ronald Reagan ushered in the, uh, the, I guess, um, helped to sweep out the country club Republicans to some degree from the Republican party. I, I still believe there are bastions of that in existence in Washington, DC, Cheney, uh, Mitch McConnell. Uh, do you suppose, um, these people are, are now, well, I do, but, uh, as far as they them being uh, uh, no longer positions of authority, being the dinosaurs of the party, uh, are they still the country club of Republicans of, of the of the uh, Reagan administration, but younger? Yeah, they are, uh, and yeah. they're not necessarily younger. They're the same people sometimes. Yeah, well, yeah. But, but, the, but fundamentally, Reagan did a great job, but he did not challenge the basic point that capitalism should not restrict trade or immigration. Okay. He believed that free flow of labor and goods is the cornerstone of capitalism. That's the foundation of the Republican Party. And Romney and those kind of folks would still believe in it. And what Trump said was, no, these people are Americans, and I'm going to put Americans first ahead of Adam Smith's economic theory. And I'm going to make sure that they don't lose their jobs and that their factories and businesses are not closed. The Republican Party is a layer cake, Rob. The basic layer is free market capitalism in the 1920s. The next layer is national security. Eisenhower added that. The next layer is social conservatives. Reagan added that. And the new layer is economic nationalism, which Trump added. And it's such a fundamental change in the party. And uh, as the Democratic Party is becoming the Communist Party, we're becoming the party of the working class and of, of the American values. Now, Dick, I want to ask you this. What becomes of the Democrat Party if they get stomped in the midterms uh, and in 2024? What are they going to do? Are they going to, are they going to become introspective and make some changes, or are they, continue, are they going to just destroy themselves? No, they're going to get worse. Oh, dear uh, Lord. The history is very interesting here. <laughs> okay, yes. In Britain and in America, whenever the left-wing party loses an election, it does not move to the center. It moves further to the left. 
when Carter lost to Reagan, the next two candidates the Democrats nominated were Mondale and Dukakis. Yes. So they got sanity and nominated Clinton. And in Britain, when Thatcher defeated Callahan, the next candidates were crazy leftists, Michael Foote and Neil Kinnock. And so they got sanity and nominated Tony Blair. And I predict that what's going to happen is a decade of defeat for the Democratic yep. Party. Yeah, they I agree. will not recover their balance and be able to win elections again until 2030. Now, I believe what's driving the uh, Trump, uh, the, and the reason why the straw poll showed uh, Donald Trump way out in front of Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, they're trying to make Ron DeSantis the candidate. It's not going to happen. And there are a couple things going. First of all, uh, Donald Trump did what he said he was going to do. And second of all, the American people, uh, Republicans, a very large majority, feel like he has unfinished work that was taken from him because right. of the 2020 right. election. All right. He's so, a builder. It's like the building was half finished. Yep. And then somebody else took it over and knocked it down. Well, you know, I, uh, the reason the Democratic Party will go further to the left is that the moderates are leaving the party. In, in Pennsylvania, we had 80,000 people who switched from Democrat to Republican this year. The moderates, the people who are saying, are leaving the Democratic Party. And those who are left in the primary are the certifiable crazies. And they're going to drive the party so far to the left yeah. that it's going to lose more and more and more. Until finally it loses so much that it's a choice between reform and extinction. And at that point, they'll see the light. Well, that's what I'm uh, predicting. But you obviously are saying they're going to kick the can down the road, which is perfect for me. I absolutely love it. Uh, Nick Morris, right before we go, I just want one more thought because I, I love to pick your brain because you've been doing this uh, a lot longer than I have. Um, with regard to a, a non-primary candidate, you just Donald Trump becomes the candidate. Uh, Ron DeSantis uh, clearly in the wings, most probably vice presidential, although they'll probably try no. to pick... What do you think? No, he can't be vice president because it's unconstitutional. Okay. The Constitution says the president and the vice president cannot come from the same state. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. So you're saying it'll be Trump and someone like maybe Christy Nome. Yeah. Then it'll be and eight he, years of DeSantis. Yeah, and right. Okay. And right. Exactly. Okay. And the, uh, the criterion for vice president is a very simple one. The ability to get along with Donald Trump for four years. It's a fairly limited group of people, but yes. one of them is going to be vice president. <laughs> Very good. Hey, Dick Morris, I really appreciate your time today. The return is well, in bookstores. Show, Rob. Thank, thank you. so unique. Well, uh, talk show host who really talks and really expresses himself well. But I'm going to tell you, Dick, here's the thing. I don't know everything, certainly, and, and I draw on people who are willing to take the time and talk to my audience. You are somebody who I deeply respect, even though originally I was writing comedy about your president in 1992 for Rush Limbaugh. Uh, but I, I really do appreciate your take on either side. You certainly were a lot better than James Carville. He said Democrats yeah. would be in charge for 40 years, Dick. I can't yeah. imagine somebody being wrong so like that. But you so aren't. Can I, can I tell you one of my favorite joke about the Clinton years? What? Uh, at the, work of the correspondence dinner one year, Hillary and Bill were on the dais. I was in the audience. Yes. And uh, they had um, IMAX on as their guest speaker. Oh, yes. yes. And he said, Bill wants four more years. Hillary's looking at two to five. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> All right, Dick Morris. Have a, I, I love it, man. Dick, have a glorious day. Check out The Return in bookstores, and you can, of course, go to thereturn911.com and get it for free. Have a glorious week, my friend. We'll catch up soon, okay? Bye-bye. All right, let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show.
Uh, I have been told uh, that David Letterman actually revised his top ten list last night. He's got this interview show, but uh, he revised it last night. I'm going to play the audio here. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I have in my hand today's top ten list. Calling the Democrat pork bill the Inflation Reduction Act is like... Number 10, calling Planned Parenthood the Baby Survival Center. <laughs> Number 9, calling Southwest the Always On Time Airline. Oh, that's <laughs> Number 8, referring to Stacey Abrams as America's Weight Loss Coach. <laughs> 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 Number 7, calling Kamala Harris the Great Communicator. <laughs> Number 6, calling Joe Manchin a moderate Democrat. Oh, dear Lord, Can yeah. Can you believe the people that fell for that? Yeah, I know. Number 5. Calling Paul Pelosi to pick you up at the airport. Yeah, not a good idea. Number four, making Dr. Fauci president of the ASPCA. Oh, not a good idea. Number three, naming Brian Stelter the sexiest man alive. Oh, boy. Threw up in my mouth there. Number two, calling Obamacare the Affordable Care Act. That's funny. Oh, wait, they actually did that. Yeah, they did it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, calling the Democrat pork bill the Inflation Reduction Act is as ridiculous as calling Joe Biden an elected president. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Good night and drive safely. I got that stuff. <laughs> Jim Gossett. <clears throat> Channeling David Letterman. Brilliant, brilliant writing. Uh, I've been writing comedy a long time, and I would uh, definitely consider Jim Gossett to be uh, my peer, if not, damn, I mean, woo, really, really good. Uh, by the way, if you want to see him, um, he is going to be appearing in Atlanta on the 27th of this month on a Saturday night. Uh, I put all the details on social media, so I'm not going to go through the phone number and all that. If you want to go see him, though, uh, just go to my social media at Rob Carson Show Getter, Truth Social, Facebook, Twitter, the whole deal. And, uh, and uh, if you would, please uh, go ahead and follow whatever. I greatly appreciate it. All right, so let's take a break. We're going to come back and wrap things up in just one second. <laughs> If you uh, get the chance to check out the podcast, the Rob Carson Show podcast, today would be a great show if you have questions about this uh, Inflation uh, Reduction Act in Congress and you just want to listen to, you know, kind of the things we talked about. If you have somebody arguing that's a great thing, uh, share the podcast. Also, uh, Dick Morris on today, Cash Patel on today. Just amazing, uh, amazing uh, insights into what's going on in the country. Hang in there. It's going to get better. I promise you. You know it in your heart. God bless you guys. Have a glorious Monday. I'll see you tomorrow. And whatever you do, don't catch the stupid. See you then. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.